Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab. We are all tired of abusing our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show. So please tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? L Sharpton, what's cracking? How you living? I got a random thought. I don't know how early you call up, but have you ever paid attention to when the woman counts down? <laughs> the way she say six, like she just pronounces every syllable. Six <laughs> minutes. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, she, she do put emphasis on it too, though. I, I, I do yeah. catch that. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a good day. With, with that being said, DC, what's the vibe of the week? Man, let me tell you, man, this vibe of the week, man, is goddamn uh, daylight savings. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I, Lord Jesus, I woke up at 11, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I never really sleep in that, that late anyway. Like, I'm always an early bird. No matter how early I go to sleep, I always end up waking up early. Mm-hmm. And when I had woke up, I was like, damn. It's looking a little bright outside, and then I just happened to look at my phone. It's at twelve sixteen. I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going extra crazy because it's like I went into like a for real coma in this bitch. But then, you know, I remembered you, goddamn it, was reminding me about how daylight savings was supposed to be popping up pretty soon. And it's like, oh, complex fucked it up for me. Thanks. Appreciate. But you know it's fun stuff though. I forgot that yesterday we lost an hour. I swear I forgot until you said something. <laughs> I remember telling you, but I forgot my damn self. I swear it fucked up my whole mood today because it was like, okay, now I got to like, I got to rush and collect my goddamn self today before <laughs> four hours just blow by, and before I know it, yeah. like it's gonna be time for the damn show to start. Right. Who you telling? But huh. yeah. <laughs> Well, all right then. Listen, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen out there, we are starting season five up. We got some new changes for y'all. You about to see tonight what they are. But for that, we're gonna segue right into Shut Me the Fuck Up. And tonight we are talking about the man and the woman. And I wanted to I wanted to go at this angle from just like talking about uh, gender roles and just see where the conversation would go. So, first question is, um, what were you taught growing up about the way a man should act and be like, DC? Uh, that one is actually kind of a tough one um, because okay. I wasn't I wasn't really formally introduced as to how you know a man should really you know act accordingly. You know what I'm saying? I was never I was never taught that I was you know I just physically observed it and from what I saw it's definitely different from how I look at it today (laughs) you know what I'm saying like from you know from my father himself you know what I'm saying kind of being irresponsible as a father you know what I'm saying Um, I didn't partake into you know that at the time you know I guess you could say that that kind of that kind of rubbed off on me because I've, I've had my irresponsible moments and I, you know, I have my consequences based off of those. So, I mean, I guess you could say like the, the, um, the lack of having like, you know, the responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. um, I know one for sure I did not take, um, part of was, um, definitely my, uh, I, I don't even want I don't even want to call that motherfucker a stepdad. Like basically, um a person who was in my mom's life for for a decent period of time, you know what I'm saying, wasn't the best, you know, mm-hmm. male figure in the household. I'll just leave it at that to not put her business out there hundred percent. But um mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't take part of that. So I mean the the way I look at how a man should be, you know what I'm saying now versus back then is completely different. Like now I feel like, you know, a man should be, you know, um, 
and you know what I'm saying? And this can go for, you know, women too, you know what I'm saying? Just having a lot of respect and, you know, have having a lot of value for themselves, you know what I'm saying? And not necessarily, you know, um, you know, vacate in their childhood moments, you know what I'm saying? Like forever, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you should be able to evolve into like a bigger person, but okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely, um, I, I can kind of say that on my end, but I had women in my life that were basically teaching me that, um, the women in my family taught me kind of how to be sneaky and it was like survival instincts. Like my mom always told me that um, any man that you're with, he should never know how much, how much money you have, you know, never let him know, never get a savings account with him. Like I said before, on previous episodes, I was always taught, you know, to be this strong individual woman who will fix a man's mistakes, but also be prepared for him to mess up. So that made me very independent. Um, it made me lose trust in guys. If a guy tried to tell me about my car, I would second guess him. Like, I really was out here emasculating men, you know, just off the fact that I don't need one because of what I was taught. Um, I was also taught that a woman, you know, eats a certain way. You know, don't put your elbows on the table. A woman doesn't yeah. cuss. A woman, you know, has her legs closed, you know, at all times. And, I was a tomboy, so it's like, you know, I'm already short, and trying to cross my leg over, the other one wasn't happening, so it's like, I would cross my my feet, you know what I'm saying, but my knees would probably gape open, and my mom and them would be like, you know what I'm saying, like, you could still see, but I don't know, it just, the the gender roles that they kind of placed on me, it, it made me rebel, you know what I'm saying? It it made me right. be that person that, you know, because, like, when, when I, if I ever had a boyfriend and my hair was in a ponytail, the woman in my family was like, why your hair not done? You're supposed to be looking on point at all times. And it's just like, nigga, he going to like, he going to love me regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to sit <laughs> up here and keep going to the shop. You know, at the time, you know, it wasn't, I think it was only like $35 to get your hair pressed, you know, washed you know, blow dried and pressed and curled, but you know, right. as as the times go by, it's like I don't have that money. You know what I'm saying? At the time I was in high right. school, he ain't got the money to pay me. But it was just like it was just too much of what a woman should be. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do the opposite. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna follow these yeah. trends and everything. Like when Keisha Cole was out and you know all the girls was getting their hair colored, it's like I, because I was always taught how a woman should be, it's like I just felt like if I, you know, adapted to this trend, that's still someone else trying to teach me how I should be. You know what I'm saying? Like I just wanted to break out and learn my own identity. But that ties into my second question. You kind of went into it, but what did you learn about being a man for yourself as you got older? Um. The the whole mannerism, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, mm-hmm. and I think I, I feel like the best trait I ever had, you know what I'm saying, growing up and, you know, seeing the the men that were in my life, I, I tended to want to do the opposite, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's the only thing, that's the one thing, I should say, that, um, mm-hmm. that I'm glad that I was able to do, you know what I'm saying? I was able to look at, you know, their characters and be like, yeah, that that ain't it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just something... <laughs> It was just something in my heart to just know, like, you know, like, that's just not, that's not who I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, having a kid and abandoning them or, you know what I'm saying, getting into a relationship and, you know, being, you know, a manipulator and, you know, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't mm-hmm. want to be that person. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying, I taught myself to basically be the opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that kind of helped develop, you know, the the acknowledgement of who I was as a person, you know what I'm saying, mm. and um, yeah. I you know I basically have to teach myself all the you know all the regular things you know as a as a boy growing up, you know what I'm saying, like because mm-hmm. I didn't really get into sports or you know what I'm saying, knowing how to do um, like manly shit, like you know like 
uh, changing light bulbs and, you know, <laughs> shit like that, you know, like manly shit. I, did, yeah. I didn't know how to do none of that until, like, I was in, like, uh, probably, like, my late teen years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it was almost in a sense like I never had to do it because my mom, she was such a she was such a strong-willed person. You know what I'm saying? She felt like she, you know, she's been doing everything on her own ever since I was been born. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was just like, you know, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of right. instead of teaching me how to do it or, you know what I'm saying, telling me like, you know, hey, go do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. she would she would just do that. But I would sit back and I would watch and I, and I would observe, you know what I'm saying, those things. And it's like, even when I do try to do it, with her, it was just like, okay, if you're not doing it right, then don't do it at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like that came, yeah. I, I remember, I remember one time, I think it was, uh, and, and this was, this was a thing I hated, you know what I'm saying, growing up with my mom, because like, I would, I would clean like around the house and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Whether, mm-hmm. as, you know, whether it's cleaning um, the house or, you know what I'm saying, doing yard work, you know what I'm saying? I was starting to really mm-hmm. engage into those manly, you know, chores and stuff. But it's like, if 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 it wasn't done the way she would normally do it, instead of telling me, you know what I'm saying, like she'll just take over, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's like a slap in the face to me. I'm about to just fucking walk away now. <laughs> like you're not you're not telling yeah. me how to do it. You just took over and just did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, I had I had to in a sense like you know really get out of that mode. You know what I'm saying? Really quick because I didn't want to. I didn't want to grow up thinking that, you know what I'm saying, a woman is supposed to do all this and I'm just supposed to sit on my ass type of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can, you, can easily, you can easily confuse that with, you know, the likes of just your mom just wanting to do things correctly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and as right. a woman, you see a woman doing that, so it's just like, oh, okay, but well then I guess, you know, hell, I can't wait till I get in a relationship because when, you know, I get my own shit and everything, like, you know, chicken... She cook, clean, you know, cut the grass, all that good shit. I ain't got to do nothing then, huh? That's what you. That's what you basically telling me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, but no, like you know, I it, it was still something. It was still something inside me to tell me, like you know, like she might be doing it, but you know, sooner or later down the line, like in a sense, like a man's, you know, duty and or obligation to, you know, be active. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I feel like with parents, like when they they in most cases, you know, give you the lesser of, you know, things to do, you know what I'm saying? Like they want to take care of you because that's their obligation. But, you know what I'm saying, at the same time, you do have to, you know, in a sense be active and have morals and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because once you get out into the free world and then, you know what I'm saying, like it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. You don't know how. Yes, that's man. See, I was gonna have a follow up question to what you just said, but um, yeah, I'm gonna just let you keep going. Then I'm gonna answer. But I do have a follow up question just to go deeper into what you just said because you just made me think about some stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. I mean, that's that's just basically it. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I feel like it it, it sucks to have to you know, be at a certain age to where, like, now you have to fend for yourself to mm-hmm. have to learn this shit by yourself, too. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're that young, like, you're supposed to be, you know, semi-trained on how to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, 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 you know, like, even with even with ironing my clothes, like, you know what I'm saying? I used to get frustrated and shit. Like, why I got, why I still got wrinkles and shit in my clothes? Like, I didn't know how to iron my clothes at, at one point. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom felt like she needed to, you know, do these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just like, you know, you didn't have to. And, it's, and, you know, it was in a sense where I couldn't really have that conversation with her. You know what I'm saying? Because those conversations are were really sensitive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of yeah. hard to be like, you know, like, hey, like, just teach me how to do it. I'll do it, like, type of thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you just can't talk to your parents. They'd be like, shut your ass up. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, so, yeah. 
needless to say, well, everything that I everything that I should have learned back, you know, back, you know, three ages, I started to learn once I, you know, really needed to do it myself, so to speak. Okay. Well, no, what I learned about being a woman as I got older for myself is that every woman's journey is different. Every woman's shoes walks down different paths. Um, every woman is not meant for the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I learned I learned that I have to be by myself, you know what I'm saying, to fully know who I am because I watched women in my family basically give up their power and, you know, fade themselves into a man. And they would let a man who was broken that doesn't have anything to bring to the table, they would pick these men to lead the household. And when you pick these types of men to lead the household, it's just chaos. You get what I'm saying? So I'm learning to, like, really tap into who I am as a person without a man on my side, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I remember my mom, you know, when she used to get out of relationships and, you know, she would be single for a minute, I'd be like, I like this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like this woman. Where has she been at? Because when she was in relationships, you know, not to throw shade, it's like you wouldn't see her. You know what I'm saying? All of her time went towards her man, you know, where he was at, she was at. You know what I'm saying? So we were basically at home kind of raising ourselves. Like I stayed plastered to a computer screen all day. And, you know, as I got older, I watched my grandma, you know, like, you know, I watched her have the bank account. I watched her pay all the bills. And I'm like, am I going to be able to do that as I get older? And it's like, I was doing it, but in my mind, I was just like, I'm still a teenager just playing an adult role. You get what I'm saying? It took me Mm. to become 27 and 28 years old to realize that, no, time is flying. You're not a teenager. You are an adult. It's time to grow up. You get what I'm saying? But it's like you said, you know, because my grandmother was the same way where, you know, she didn't have the patience to teach you. She just wanted to do it for you. And then it's like as you, when you get to a certain age, it's like you you don't realize that you're grown. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember at 21, 22, I was getting tattoos and still hiding it from my grandma. And she like, you grown now. And it's like, well, you know, well, when, like, when, 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 you know, like, when was this uh, news? Like, this is big news to me because you still treated me like a child. You know, you still enabled me. You know, I was on my grandmother's insurance. I was on her uh, her health insurance. I was on her car insurance. Like, I just felt like I didn't need to do anything because, hey, my grandma's going to take care of it. You get what I'm saying? Right, so it's right. like it it took for her to pass and it took for my, my mom to pass for me to go on my own journey as a woman. Because growing up, I always thought a woman is supposed to wear those, uh, what am I going to used to wear? You know, them business suits that the woman wear with the skirts and the, and the kitten heels. I'm thinking like, oh, I got to dress like that as I get older. No, I don't dress like that at all. Like, you might see me with some Afrocentric earrings on. You might see me with a shirt that, you know, says, you know, black and love in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that is my, that's my sense of style. You know what I'm saying? I just had to learn that, you know, I'm not I'm not like what they taught me, you know what I'm saying? Even though what they taught me was what they learned, and, you know, we project what we learn onto the next generation, not realizing that the next generation has their own purpose, you know what I'm saying? Your child is yeah. an image of you, and they act like you, but they're here for a different reason, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm trying to learn my own way so that if I ever do have a child, I can, you know, and especially if it's a girl, I can let her know, be your own self. You know what I'm saying? Even if you get into a relationship, know that your identity still matters. Do not fade into the next person. But I have to be that example for her. But what you just said made me think, you know, how you said your mom always enabled you. Do you think because, like, you know, when when you have a child and you're not expecting to become this single mom or, be, or you know, preparing to become this single dad, do you think that the lack of being able to teach our kids falls on the frustration, you know what I'm saying, because we weren't expecting to do this by ourselves. So it's like instead of teaching you, you know what I'm saying, I, I let, let me enable you. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, yeah, that comes straight out the gate. Yeah, I never expected to be a single parent. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we all never really expect that, you know what I'm saying? But for it to happen, it's just like, damn, never would have thought that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, it does it does bring bring on that extra stress of wanting to, you know, cater and care for your kids, you know, mm-hmm. and or enable them if you want to put it that way too. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I do have those moments, but I I do catch myself at times. You know what I'm saying? Like I do, um, you know, teach my kid how to do things that she's going to be potentially needing to do when she gets older. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's not it's not a every single time thing, but it's just to you know make sure she knows it and you know refresh her memory on how to do things. You know what I'm saying? Like you know periodically. Like you know there'll be times where um, you know, I'll have her like vacuum her floor, you know, put carpet freshener down and, you know, stuff like that. Or, you know, she got a puppy now, you know, so that's one of her mm-hmm. chores right there. Saying water, you know, get a, uh, give her puppy water, food, you know what I'm saying? Um, change the pads um, and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like having her active and, you know, having that, um, having that awareness of, you know, knowing that you're going to have responsibilities and stuff when you go, when you get older but I think the biggest right. the biggest one you have the most is, you know, with schooling. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like how you said, like, you know, um we we may have like these split image individuals of ourselves that we bring into this world, but they're here for a different reason. I yeah. definitely you know, which when you said that it you know, it made me feel like um well it brought to my attention <laughs> as to how I pretty much operate with her now is basically trying to give her what wasn't given to me. You know what I'm saying? And that's that, that's that, um, that positive pressure of really focusing on school because Mm -hmm. it was never promoted for me to do school and or take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, if I did good in school, that's cool. If you didn't choke slam to the floor, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was, just, it was, you know, and it, and it was stressful, you know what I'm saying? It made me feel like, yeah, really, like for real, fuck school. Like once I get a chance mm-hmm. to just like not go to school no more, I'm not doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But with her, I do notice um, a lot of my traits in her when it comes to school. Um, mm-hmm. But the only thing is she's doing good in school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like me, the traits that, the trait that she shares with me is that she's, she's not talkative when it comes to, you know, wanting to, you know, seek help and stuff like that. And mm. I always try to coach her on that, you know what I'm saying? Because whenever she do it, it, it immediately, you know, it strikes that, that memory of like, yeah, you used to be just like that in school, bro. Like exactly mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll sit yeah. there and pretend like you know shit, but when it when it's time <laughs> to do the work, you be sitting there like, fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, I'll be trying to tell her, like, you know, your teachers is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what they're there for. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you feel more comfortable asking me, like, ask me. Even if I don't know it, I know the resources to try to figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I try to get her to be more vocal. You know what I'm saying? Because just like any other kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to, like, you know, things that they're really interested in, or they can talk your ear off about that shit. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to school, academics and stuff, like, it's, it be you know it becomes like a, a brick wall between you know them and the answer you know what I'm saying so right. I I try no, to be common collective about it though. No, no. To piggyback on what you just said about like how your kid you know how the teachers is cool, no, you know some of them teachers be a whole different way when the parents is not around. No, right. I was just talking. Right. To, right. I was just talking to Queen K about that the other day. I was telling her about this jewelry class that we had back in the day, and the teacher had us like you know we would paint like we were painting jewelry boxes, and then she was like, yeah. "I want you to cover that jewelry box in every jewel. I don't want to see a piece of wood." And I'm like, "Looking back at now." She just basically had us do that so we wouldn't be fucking with her so she wouldn't have to teach the class. Like, she was lazy as hell. Like, come on now, that's hell. No, you yeah. want me? No, yeah. and, we, and, and we were using toothpicks to pick this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely some teachers out there where, you know what I'm saying, they're not as passionate as they should be, yeah. you know what I'm saying, when it comes to teaching kids. 
Um, right. But I, I I have taken a step back and I've, I've, you know, I paid attention to, you know, her teachers and stuff like that. And, you know, I just previously had a um, parent-teacher conference <laughs> with, you know, all of her teachers recently. Okay. And, they had nothing. They had nothing but good things to say about uh, my kid and stuff like that. And that awesome. that that gives that gives like a a plus one to the validation that you are doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? As far as right. parenting, you know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. so me being a parent. I can I can only speak for myself as a parent, but I'm sure 99% of like parents, especially around my age, um, like we we really take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just for the clout, but just for, you know, for the simple fact that that's, that's a per that's a person that you represent. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you know, this, that's your, that's your job. You know what I'm saying? That you yeah. don't get paid for it and you shouldn't, you know, feel some type of way about not getting paid for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out to them. Uh, type of promise. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Um, yeah. To, to kind of really go back on, um, on your question, um, you know, yeah. I mean, that, there's no other way to really put it. Honestly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh, okay. No, no. I, I just want I just wanted to get your take on it because like it made me resonate. But okay, we got one yeah. last question that we'll both answer before we segue. Um, it it kind of ties into the second question about what did you learn about being a man? You know, for yourself getting older. What narrative yeah. have you changed about being a man? Like, what narrative have you said, like, you know what, this ain't the norm yet, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to start this. Um, being real. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Being, real with, being real with myself and being real with others. Um, okay. You know, I... I've had I've had uh, my moments in life where you know I was lying to myself about things that I may have been going through or things that I may have thought I had control of but didn't have control over. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I had to get real with myself. And once I did that, it made it more easier to get real with everything else. You know what I'm saying? And right. it's not to be disrespectful or anything like that. It's just that you know. I feel like I feel like when you tell a person the truth and it's uncomfortable, that's just that's just it being too damn real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And most people most people don't value that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's part of the narrative I really wanted to change, especially about myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I battled between that and being a people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? And the people pleasing side, I'm still working on. You know what I'm saying? But um. I do take accountability in, you know, in situations where I may be wrong or, you know what I'm saying, um, feel like I should have made a better decision about something, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But even then, like, that's still being real with myself, you know what I'm saying? Acknowledging that, like, you know, hey, that was a fucked up move or, you know what I'm saying, you should have did this today, why you being lazy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. holding myself really accountable for shit because, Criticism, especially for, you know, coming from my own self, is something that I hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like it from anybody else, but for me to tell myself that I'm fucking up is, it like, I think that's, like, really the icing on the cake. Because, like, you're acknowledging to yourself, like, you know what I'm saying, you know, the the criticism that that nobody really 100% would tell you. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know it all. You don't want to know it all. So if you sit up there and you would, if, if you sit up there and repeat to yourself, the fucked up decisions you have made, it'd be like, yeah, okay, nigga, okay, <laughs> we about we about right. we about to switch this up. Um, that part. But no, yeah, just uh, just being real with myself, um, um, being more, uh, being more faithful. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, I know in the past, like, I wasn't the best. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was worth it, but I wasn't the best. But um. <laughs> I know from here on out, though, like, you know, that is going to be something that I'm working on, too. You know what I'm saying? The, the, um, the, the, the insecure, the insecureness about myself when it comes to relationships. I feel like that, I feel mm-hmm. like that's what you know, kind of ruins it for a, a large portion of it. But, um, yeah. that's all, that's all the, that's all of really just, you know, learning to love myself a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. 
when it came to me as a person, I think, and I think you kind of, uh, you kind of uh, specified this a little bit, but um, I, when you were, when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about how you needed to um, uh, love yourself or um, basically treat yourself better without having a man around, I was, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I was and am kind of the opposite. You know what I'm saying, and that's that's not that's not discrediting the fact that I don't know how to be by myself and love myself better by myself, but I just I I genuinely do notice the fact that I can be more of myself with someone because I feel like they are giving me that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? They're opening up that opportunity for me to be me. You know what I'm saying? And it, I don't know. It's just weird, you know, but. Um, I've, I'm switching that narrative though for sure to, you know, have that same feeling that I would have as you know being myself at a high level with somebody. I'm going mm-hmm. to switch that energy off with you know trying to have that trying to have that same um, that high level of happiness by myself too. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So okay, that's that's those are my few things there. Well, the narrative that I've changed about being a woman is it is very similar to yours. Being honest with myself, allowing myself to feel emotions because, you know, the women in my family always say, you know, that's life, get, it all, get over it. If it didn't kill you, it made you stronger. I allow myself to feel now because if I suppress feelings, it comes out at the wrong time. Um, I'm not, I'm very truthful about my ugly past. You know, I was always scared to uh, admit that I was promiscuous. I was always scared to, you know, admit my fears as a woman. You know, I was always scared to just talk about my toxic ways, period. But it's like, it feels better to reveal it than to hide it and just always wonder who's going to find out, who's going to find out. It's like now I'm so comfortable with speaking my truth to the point that it, it doesn't hurt me. You feel what I'm saying? And I know that it's going to help somebody else start understanding some things with inside themselves. So, you know, like just being honest about that, um, not apologizing for being a strong woman. You know, I used to always feel like I'm too much, and I will always try to dim my light for others. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was born like this. I can't change it. This is who I'm meant to be. If it's too much for you, I'm sorry. I'm going to continue to take up space. Like somebody told me a while ago, um, I I don't even want to shout out his name, but he told me this back when I was in an abusive relationship and I was just telling him everything that was going on. And he was like, sweetie, you're 27 and you don't have kids. I was 27 at the time. He was like, you don't have kids. You were meant to be here for something, to, to do something big with your life you know what I'm saying and not he wasn't trying to say like oh if you have kids you're not but he was basically saying like you're 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 here for a reason and you need to get out of this pattern of trying to dim your life to help others and I swear it's like I took I took that advice and I've applied it and it's like I look at how far I'm at now you get what I'm saying two podcasts a co-host of a poetry event you know, a book coming out with the second one. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and, and just still going as a person. And it's like, you know, you're really doing it. So it's like, I right. can't apologize for who I am. Like, this is this is me. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm a shy person, it's like, Tasha, what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're okay? So it's like, I, I, I can't apologize for that. So I'm changing that narrative. You know, for the longest time, Women, we didn't have voices. We were compared to Barbie dolls. We were only supposed to sit there, look pretty, and not have a voice. And Queens of Odds and Visions, it, it, it's the podcast that thrives me to be strong and to give that strong woman out there that voice. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with being you. So that's my uh, that's, that's what I'm changing. So, all right, let's go right into, like I said, we got some changes. Let's go right into the Stimulate Your Mind question. DC, drop it. Let's stimulate that mind, Corey. Okay. That's so dry, but okay. <laughs> so I, I, went, I went to, I, I attended a conference yesterday called Sister Talk. Um, it was via Zoom. Shout out to Shanita, my old coworker, for inviting me. And the message at the end of the conference was, um, 
we need to check our emotions because a lot of the times when we're feeling a certain type of way, we can project our feelings and our insecurities onto the other person, and that may not even be the case. So my simulation my question tonight is, um, how often do you check your emotions when you're feeling a certain type of way? Like, do you ask yourself what's causing these emotions to stir up inside of me? You know, what, what was it about what that person said that made me feel this way, or do you just react? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Shit, I, <laughs> honestly, I just react. It's, 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 oh, it's, that shoot, it's that damn shoot first, ask questions later type of shit. And I'm not, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, there, I feel like there, there were uh, uh, moments where I should have, you know, recollected myself and asked, like, okay, like, wait, first of all, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are you so mad about this? What's making you mad about this? Um, is it is it worth even you know taking further action to express your emotions over it, or should you just you know roll over and go to bed on it? And mm. you know there were there were times that I I've, I've you know in a sense checked myself you know later on in like my age you know what I'm saying like um, there were times where I did get emotional and I had to hold myself back from you know confronting a person while enraged you know what i'm saying like i you know i feel like that was the most mature thing i was able to do was to just kind of sleep on it and then talk about it the next day to where i wasn't as pissed off <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um i feel like that is a healthier mechanism though you know what i'm saying to be yeah. able to you know be able to calm yourself down and like really talk about it you know what i'm saying i feel like right. i feel like confronting someone or the situation under any type of emotion is not going to solve anything, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. your your emotions, they're flared up. You're going to express them. That person is going to get defensive. So now they're emotionally, you know, corrupt, you know what I'm saying? So now y'all just going back and forth with the shit and not resolving anything but but um, building more hatred towards each other. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That's all you're really doing. Um, and, you know, there, there will be times – there will be times where, you know, you can do that and then, you know what I'm saying, just to get that shit out and then the next day y'all can talk about it type of thing, but that's not for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, shit, we're grown now. Um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like real shit, like, we're grown now. Like, you know, I feel like even, even, even in your early 20s, mid-20s, like, it's not okay, but, like, in a sense, like, it's, it's expected. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, shit, we don't we don't know shit about ourselves at that time and ages. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't necessarily know a lot about ourselves then. You know what I'm saying? Like we're shit at that time we're still we're still confused. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be able to have answers as to why you're feeling this way or why you're feeling that way. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know yourself. But yeah. you know, if you if you if you in the thirty club, then yeah, I tell you right now, you too damn grown to be, you know, just lashing out like that. It's like, look, let's just. You know, let's chop it up, talk about it, and you know, honestly, if the person's saying some dumb shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at you if you did get mad because it's like, okay, now you playing dumb, so now I'm about to kick your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you not, you not, you not getting it. You know what I'm saying? And and most people have different maturity levels. You know what I'm saying? So it's it it can it can get to that point where you know a person is trying to be manipulative and you know. um not really taking advantage of having a grown-up conversation about what's going on between you two. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like I said, we, we too grown to not be able to say, like, look, hey, let's just talk. And sometimes, you know, like, even even if you're the one that's pissed off, you know what I'm saying, like, you can still be the one to take that initiative to want to be able to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to wait for that person or, you know what I'm saying? That person shouldn't have to be waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? It should be always, you know, it should be always an initiative to be like, you know, Hey, let's just talk about this shit real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want nobody, you know, lingering on with that situation and having their emotions flare up or, you know, be like me in certain yeah. cases where like you are pissed off and it's like, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. I'm going to just let it slide. 
You know what I'm saying? And before you know it, you didn't let like five situations slide, and now your emotions is built up based off those five situations that never got talked about or never got discussed. And okay. it's going to take that one moment where somebody slammed the door or don't flush the toilet or like drop some shit and like you ready to just lash out. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. you just got to let that shit out and you got to let it out accordingly. Right. Well, um, I'm going to slightly disagree with you on the age thing, okay? Because I understand <laughs> that at a certain age that we should know how to calm our emotions. But I just feel like we have to normalize the fact that age has nothing to do with it. I think that it just really comes from when you become aware that your emotions is, is taking a toll on you. Because I could be 35 years old, and I can have all the self-awareness in the world, but if a person spits on me, oh, you best believe my inner eye is coming out. You get what I'm saying? They, oh, yeah, there's yeah, no way. So that, that's you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. like there's no way that you can like, be you step that on calm. My first pair of shoes, you scrapping. But, yeah, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of people out there who's still running from their emotions. They don't know how to, you know, face them. They they numb the pain, you know what I'm saying? They, they run from them. I was one of those people. So it's right. like I would say that I check my emotions when I feel myself starting to think crazy thoughts. And what I mean by crazy thoughts is just starting to think about all the shit that I've been through, starting to look at people like, okay, are you going to hurt me? I check myself. I check myself like I'm really going down this road. But when I'm in an argument, that is a different story. Sometimes it's hard to check your emotions when a person (laughs) just says something the wrong way or, like, they they get in your face and everything like that. It's hard, you know what I'm saying, because it's like trying to talk to a person that's constantly yelling. They're not hearing you, so you're going to have to raise your voice. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah, we, we should be at an age where we're able to just walk away. But what if, what if you have tried to walk away and the person comes behind you and tries to attack you? Then you have to go into fight mode. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. well, a, lot of us, a lot of us are, like, in this survival, in, you know, like, like this survival mode at times. But I know for me that I, I do need to learn to check my emotions because I can project my insecurities and my feelings onto someone else and I can accuse them and, you know, well, like, well, you never gave a shit about me in the first place. And it's like, I never said that. You get what I'm saying? But it's like when mm-hmm. we're not getting the answers that we want from them, you know, and, and especially if you tend to always prepare yourself for the worst or you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop in a relationship, friendship, family you're going to beat them to the punch, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you never gave a fuck about me anyway, you know what I'm saying? So just lighten the blow, because if it's true, it's like, nigga, I already knew this shit, you know what I'm saying? Now you can get the fuck on, your boxes to the left, you know what I'm saying? But, right. you're, but, but you're right, though. We do need to have communication, but a lot of people, some people are scared of confrontation, you know what I'm saying? Some people feel like, okay, well, what did I do wrong, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it, it's a process with checking your emotions, and it, and it's a it's a process for me. You know, like I'm able to check it when I'm by myself, and you know, but sometimes it's like if you know if I'm around a certain person and they say something that irritates me, even though I didn't already reflected on it, it's like I still get frustrated. Like you know, like I'm not gonna lie, like me and my sister, tit for tat. You know, we could be good one minute, then she send me a text. And I just like, here the fuck we go. You know what I'm saying? And everything, <laughs> everything that I've been aware about, about how, you know what I'm saying, look into her heart, understand that she's like this for a reason, that shit goes out the window. It's like what, um, what, uh, what the fuck was her name on the, um, on Why Did I Get Married to Loud Wife? I forget her name. Angie. It's like, whatever her name is, I forget. It's like she said, you know, she was like all of that training about marriage that you tell us. When I get mad, that shit goes out the window. It happens. You know, it's just like that meme where you see Amarion meditating and then you see three feet <laughs> over and it all comes out. We all have those moments where we take a step back. Like, we're not going to always have our emotions in control. Like, if you look at, you know, 50 and 60-year-old people, they be ready to whoop some ass too. You know, they be telling you, don't get it twisted. See, I used to be an OG back in the day. And that shit still lives on in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not scared of nothing. It just, you know, like, I mean, like, even though we level up in life, 
sometimes our energy falls. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this like when 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 you're on top, you're gonna have your down days. When you're down, you're gonna have your up days. I feel like energy is just like that too. It can't always be up. You're gonna have bad days, and like like you said, you're still we're still learning ourselves. You know, so mm-hmm. that was my take on it. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into shout outs and appreciations. What you got for us, DC? Uh, you know, Shane, uh, shout out to Self Love is My Rehab. This has been a therapeutic experience for me every single Sunday and in between. Um, without you, it wouldn't be possible. So, shout out to you as well, Complex. Uh, shout out to God because without Him, none of this would be possible at all. Uh, shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel. That's my baby. Don't play with it. Um, if you want to stay updated with all the news and all the bullshit that goes on with Dynamic <laughs> Culture, you can. <laughs> you can follow that on Instagram at dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel. And you can follow it as well on Facebook at dynamic culture apparel. And shout out to all my beautiful souls with positive vibes and positive energy. And shout out to all my nasty Nancy's with negative vibes and negative energy. We still love you at the end of the day. We just wait for you to catch up. Mustard. You too, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say uh, shout out to God because without him, I would not have a close relationship with myself. Uh, shout out to Tara T from yesterday with the sister talk. Her story really spoke to me. Um, you know, just like yesterday really opened my eyes that I have to stop holding on to anger. And when I say that I'm going to let go and let God, I have to really trust that he's going to work it out. I can't worry. I can't try to control or manipulate a situation. I have to understand what's for me will be for me and what's meant to be, you know, what's meant to be gone is meant to be gone. I can't hold on to it. But I guess it was really eye-opening, you know, and it just really taught me I need to check my emotions, you know what I'm saying, because, you have to because, like, we will let our emotions get the best of us. So, like, you know, try to check in with yourself. You know, don't always say that you're okay. If you feel in some type of way, if you got that lump in your throat, quit holding on to it. Just cry. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and cry. You will feel better. Um, shout out to this podcast, Self Love is My Rehab. We are growing every day as individuals. I learned a lot about you, DC, and I'm pretty sure you learned a lot about me. Uh, listeners out there, shout out to the guests that have come on and taught me something about myself. Um, please go follow us at Self Love. Guys, please tell them the Instagram name because I always get it fucked up. <laughs> please tell them. What is it? It's uh, Self Love underscore is my mm-hmm. rehab. I guess you don't know. Okay. All right. Well, you can't hear me? To, yeah. Also, with that being said, Shout out to um, my book, No Apologies. It will be coming. It, it, it actually is actually available on Amazon. I'm sorry. Out of Darkness will be coming June 7th. And, yeah, with that being said, all right, DC, let's get into the what you know about that segment. All right. First and foremost, can you hear me? Hello? And I think we're having some technical difficulties, y'all, because I'm having a hard time here in D.C., Oh, shit. Can you hear me? Hold on real quick. Hello? Hello? Okay, so we actually lost him. So we're about to try to get him back on. I think, I don't know what happened, y'all. But, hey, we still going to rock out. Season five, we got our surprises. I'm about to try to bring them back on. Hold on. DC, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Kabuyaka, calm down, selector. Hello? Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me, DC? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm sorry. We had technical difference, y'all. This 5G shit out here is horrible, and I really need them to just go back to 4G. You can hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. It was it was acting up because my 5G clicked on. 
God damn. Fuck that 5G. Yeah. But all right. Um, <laughs> we still rocking. <laughs> yeah, we still rocking. A little technical difficulties, a little razzle dazzle. That shit, yeah, yeah. we gonna, that's going to be the vibe for the week next week. We're going to talk about that <laughs> shit. But, um, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, to uh, to go back a little bit, yeah, the uh, Self Love in My Rehab uh, page is Self Love underscore is my rehab, if I said that correctly. But um, yeah. we are going to move forward with the what you know about that topic. And that topic is talking about our latest, Kurt Franklin and his son. That's now, I, I I ran up across this one, and um, apparently him and his uh, him and his son got into like a little heated argument, and um, mm-hmm. his son decided he wanted to uh, post and record um, their <clears throat> excuse me their uh, their conversation, and uh, <laughs> everybody was talking about how he went from her Franklin supplies real quick because of all the explicit oh, uh, words that he was saying, so um, yeah, basically uh, a little a little bit of what he was saying. Um, he was saying, this is why I'm done. No father should speak to their children like this. If I have any issues, it's because of this type of treatment I deal with behind closed doors. Hanging up in my face, no apology, no compassion, no effort. Stop telling me to go home to my family. I don't even know where they live. I don't think I'll never trust my father to be alone around him ever again. I don't want to do this. I probably won't release the entire recording because it's too embarrassing that I am dealing with this. No matter what people think, I pray my dad deals with his deep hatred towards me. I don't feel safe around him at all. This recording is recent. It is not from 2018, just to clarify. I'm going to learn from these experiences, live my life in peace, and make beautiful arts. So I wanted to get your take on this because, I don't know, like I feel like with certain, and I want to really say this lightly because I feel like certain celebrity kids feel like they have a little bit too much entitlement beyond being a, a you know, a, 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 um, a child to a parent. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm looking at this situation, allegedly this, you know, this guy is 33 years old, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And you got a lot of people who are really siding with Kurt Franklin because of his, you know, his resume, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of being, this quote-unquote um, um, gospel uh, individual, you know what I'm saying? You know, of course, we all we all grew up listening to Kurt Franklin, you know what I'm saying, from Stump to Do You Want a Revolution, you know what I'm saying, all that. So we, we, built this, we built this particular image in him of being this God-fearing man. He doesn't curse. He doesn't do any of this. Hell, you don't get mad, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to get your take on how you feel about this. Like, do you feel like this is just a kid that's, well – uh, a 33 year old man that's just overreacting about certain things, or do you feel like it's okay for a parent, regardless of what their religion or their beliefs are, to step outside the box a little bit and kind of like set the record straight with, you know, someone that they raised? Well, honestly, um, I feel like this is kind of where what happens in this house stays and this house should come into play because because of who Kirk Franklin is, it wasn't right for his son, I personally feel, to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like that was something between that should have been between you and him. But right. what we failed to realize is is that Kirk Franklin has always, always been as Pastor Mike Todd would say, he's always been humble, open, and transparent. He was open about his addiction to porn. He was open about how he doesn't identify religion. He considers himself a spiritual person. So I feel like, you know, religious people, they they hold these gospel singers and these pastors, they hold them at these high standards, not realizing that we're, we're all human. And, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, we're not going to always be able to practice everything that we preach. You get what I'm saying? Like me, I love the Lord, but, you know, there's a lot more working on that I need to do. You know what I'm saying? I cuss like a sailor. You get what I'm saying? Like I've had, I've practiced premarital sex. You know what I'm saying? I've I'm having sex before marriage. I've checked up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not perfect, but that's the whole thing though. We have to shift this whole, you got to come all, you got to come all the way together with God. When you read these Bible stories, and a lot of these, a lot of these um, women and men in there 
where, you know what I'm saying, savages, you know what I'm saying, killing their brothers, you know, sleeping with, you know, this person, being the Jezebel. We are human. And when you're angry, it's just like you said, with the check your emotion. It's hard to do that, you know what I'm saying? He probably got frustrated with his son, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how we get frustrated with a child that, you know, like that, that just refuses to grow up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's no other way to come off. But I I just feel like the son shouldn't have aired that out there because now Kirk Franklin is getting all this backlash. And right before the show, they, there's another article going out saying that he's apologizing for it. It's like, dog, people just yeah. act like people are just so perfect. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, um, he, he did um, issue out a, um, which, uh, you know, like I said, I don't feel that there was no need for that, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it wouldn't have been publicized, you know what I'm saying, if, you know what I'm saying, his son didn't, you know, put that audio out there. Because I listened to it, and, you know, it sounded like, you know, Kurt Franklin, you know, he put the he put the cross down on the uh, on the dresser and, like, really went back to his old ways. It was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it was almost like Plies just, you know, uh, came out of him real quick, and like, and there's nothing wrong with that because, like, you know, because like you said, we're human. Like, there's a certain things, you know, that we have to really, like, you know, we got to really step back into reality and like really have to check a person. You know what I'm saying? And to to side with the son a little bit, I get that there are some things that that are done behind closed doors and I feel like there's there's a lot of that with a lot of people mm-hmm. and if that's the case then that whole this whole thing should have been behind closed doors we should not have heard shit about this you know what I'm saying right. and and if the, and if there was and if there was a case because we don't know if there was a case where you know Kurt Franklin may have been a bad father or so to speak or whatever however he may have been as a father and, you know what I'm saying, he's trying to make amends with you now. Allow that man to make amends with you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If if that if that's something that y'all mutually agreed on, allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Don't, yeah. don't you know what I'm saying, don't get to a point where you're going to be 40-year-old brat that's still trying to, you know, have his dad kiss his ass because of the things he did in the past. Like, if you, if you, if you made that agreement to, you know, have this man in your life, then allow that to manifest into a better relationship. That part. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel on it. Because like I yeah. said, it, it could it could all just be a deeply rooted, you know, um, childhood that he just can't get over. But if that's the case, then just don't deal with him. Period. Right. And if you if you if you can't allow if you can't allow your new relationship to help manifest and help cure you and heal you, then there's no point of it. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you're trying to um, um, defame them or some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? You're trying to you're trying to, you know, add some add some toxicity to his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's my take on it. Okay. Well, all right. Close this out with a dynamic quote, quote, culture, whatever fucking culture quote. Oh, Listen, that's five G. That's fucking with your damn language too. <laughs> Oh damn! See, that ain't even. See, you ain't have to go there. At least I can go buy that. I can go buy that. You can't buy no more five G nickel. You right? I don't want this shit. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. So we're gonna close this out real quick with the dynamic coach quote. I say it real good. Um, but the quote is, "I'd rather be hard to deal with than easy to play with." And I'll pick this quote because all my life, y'all motherfuckers been trying me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But be- that's only because I have been easy to play with. You know what I'm saying? And I can't hold nobody accountable for that but myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't, I wasn't acknowledging the high values and appreciating the values and the self love that I had for my that I should have had for myself a long time ago. Instead, I was searching for all of that through someone else, allowing them to treat me and play with me any type of way that they wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you commit or submit yourself to someone else, you're allowing them to control and narrate, you know, narrate how you feel emotionally, you know what I'm saying, how you, you know, move around physically and how you think mentally. So 
I said that to say, you know what I'm saying, be your own person, have high standards, you know what I'm saying, not too crazy, but have enough standards to get the point across to where you are your own person, you think your own certain way, you move your certain way. And if there is nothing met in the middle, then there is no need of no communication. We don't we don't need to speak. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's my dynamic quote for tonight. Peace and love, ladies and gentlemen, and we are out. Stay blessed. Peace and love. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.